Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. In this episode, I am speaking to the Christian woman who has realized that she is ready to bring God into this process of losing weight and getting healthy, and yet she feels completely discouraged and unsure that she can actually make it happen this time. If this is you, if you're ready to put your faith into your food choices, but you are scared of yet another diet failure, today is the day for you. We're going to talk about three really important things for you to know. So number one that I want you to remember is we are talking about apples and oranges here. Doing diets the world's way where it's all about self-promotion and restraining ourselves is the complete opposite of the way that we do things with God, where we talk about glorifying him and promoting him through the process. Pride is the beginning of failure for every believer. And when our complete and total focus is on making ourselves look better, on doing things right, on fixing it, on being the source of our change, we are bound to fail every single time. But when the focus is promoting our Lord and Savior, glorifying Him in our actions, making our body the temple of the Holy Spirit, our motivation is blessed by the very creator of the universe. God is on our side and the Holy Spirit is working within us to strengthen us for the task at hand. We're locking arms with the one who rose from the dead in order to make these changes in our lives. And it's a completely different situation. It's really uh, comparing a beautiful rainbow to a grain of dust, right? It's wondrous and amazing and hard to even know, right, how it exists, and yet something just so menial, right? The world's ways and God's ways cannot be compared. So that's the first thing you want to be aware of if you're sort of getting up the gumption to try again, to try this with God, that this is a completely different situation and you cannot compare the two of them. The second thing that I want you to remember is that When we change our motivation and our goals are different, the definition of failure is completely different. So when you're going on a traditional restrictive diet, when you're cutting out carbs, when you're trying to eat only a certain amount of calories, you are walking a fine line of failure because the expectation is nearly impossible. How do you expect yourself to never eat carbs again or to only eat 1,200 calories with a certain amount of protein and fat and carbohydrates. It's too hard, and it's all about you, and the definition of failure is vast and wide. If you miss a workout one day, are you a failure? The diet says so. So when we move things into God's sphere, in the way that he does things, and our goal is to glorify him, the definition of failure really changes. 
Because is slipping and falling, eating too many cookies, really failure? If you assess what happened, turn to God, repent, ask for him to strengthen you, and yet you grow closer to him, it's hardly a failure at all. That's actually a really amazing and awesome thing that just happened. When the idea is to make his name great, and yet you fall, and yet you choose to share vulnerably with others and ask them to pray for you, and then you bring back those, those answered prayers, that is a success. So we need to change our lenses for what our goals are. If your goal is to grow closer to God, then a failure may be the exact thing that he needs to get you there. Because you realize that your strength is nothing and you can't do it on your own. And your gratitude for his salvation and the fact that he died for you even when you had cookie crumbs on your face is really, really encouraging. So I'm going to encourage you, the second thing to do is to change your goals and really honor the change in those goals. The third thing that we want to do when we're afraid of failing again, when we're putting this like Christ-centered focus in our food, is that we want to embrace that imperfection and let it train us. As I spoke of in the previous tip, failures and imperfections are just part of the human condition. You're going to bite it. You're going to slip you're going to fall, you're going to end up in the mud. God knew this from the beginning of the time of time when he created you, when he knit you together in your mother's womb. He knew that you were going to go to the buffet and be so stuffed that you thought you'd never eat again. And yet, with that knowledge, he chose to die for you. And so all of these things that are considered flaws are actually there and allowed in order to draw us to Christ and to teach us something new. So let's say you go to a party and you lose a little bit of control over the um, special birthday cake that was served. Well, okay, rather than beating yourself up, let's take a step back and learn from the situation. What were your thoughts? What were your feelings? Who was around you? What was going on? How, was you, how did you react to that decision? It's all data and information. Nothing's personal. Yes, we make mistakes, but there are things, moving parts, that can actually be changed in order to support you more in the future. Maybe you realize that you don't want to go um, to a party overly hungry because you might make poor, poor food choices. Maybe you learn that you're kind of awkward in social situations, and that gives you a lot of anxiety. So you choose to pray before you go so that you have less anxiety and you rely on God to help you reach out to others and make them feel important when you're there. Maybe you realize that you want to save a little bit of room for cake because when you started eating it when you were already full, it felt really yucky and you kept eating and eating because of it. Maybe you decide you don't want cake next time. There's no one right answer, but that's the beauty of this process and that's how we can turn those slips and falls into really awesome learning moments that draw us closer to God. The Holy Spirit will guide and direct you in each step along the way. And I believe with all my heart, at least for my life, and I'm assuming in yours, that God has allowed this struggle for a purpose. And the purpose is found in getting out of that struggle with and through Him. And in all honesty, um, I don't walk in freedom every day. And if I never do, it's okay. Because this is my ministry and this allows me to see my need for Christ 
and to pray on a daily basis, hourly basis, by the minute sometimes. And that's all right. You are not broken, my friend. This time can be different when you approach it differently. If you approach this like a diet, where you're on or off, you will fail. And it will become just another check mark of things that went bad. But if you can come in with a new mindset that you are going to glorify God, you're going to react to slips by going to him and working through it, and that you're going to realize that it's apples and oranges, this time can be the time that changes your life. So I hope you feel encouraged. I'm praying for you, and I would love to hear from you if you have any questions or you just want to talk through this with me. If you're looking for someone who understands, reach out to me, and I can even tell you about our community of women who can lift you up as well. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Do you have weight loss on the brain? Well, welcome to the club, my sister, because weight loss seems to be an Olympic sport these days. Women are constantly thinking about and talking about losing weight as well as saying negative things about their current shape and size. And we don't want to settle for just the average relationship with our bodies. However, as you begin to enter this faith-based focus on health and fitness, there can be some shame associated with weight loss goals. And I want to alleviate that for you. Listen, we have enough guilt and shame in our lives. The last thing we need to do is heap on more. And that's why I want you to introduce today's freebie, which is the Prayer for Weight Loss Toolkit. If it matters to you, it matters to God. So bring those weight loss desires to Him in prayer. What's the purpose of prayer? Oh, it's not to convince God to do things our way. It's to align our hearts with His will. And isn't that what you want for your body and for your weight loss? So go ahead and grab today's freebie with the link in the show notes below. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.